Welcome to the Man Cave. It's the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their first names. I'm Mandy Fabian. And I'm Mandy Kaplan. And each (laughs) week we test the limits of our friendship by debating and discussing uh, music and books and podcasts and genital fat. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. It's not really genital. I mean, it's upper genital. You know, anyway, we don't have to revisit it. I'm sure everybody every week we should. That's going to be a separate podcast that we're doing that focuses only on FUPA updates. (laughs) Um, Hi, everybody. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. I feel like. Yeah. You were going to say something where it was like, oh, well, let's start the podcast to say it. Now I don't even remember what it was. But this is all part of aging. We Basically, since we logged yeah. in, it's been Mandy yeah. and I. We can't you know, remember yeah. finished sentences and we are barely recognizing each other, but smiling in that way of like, you look familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I want to share with you something that happened to me this morning when I got into my booth. Yeah. Can you see that? <laughs> is that Ghostface? That is, is that Ghostface? It's a version of yeah. a skull. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, like the a Halloween, Yeah, it's a Halloween character that we have in our house that my children set up in my booth to scare the pants off me I when I opened the door. <laughs> I saw um, a, a gif on Instagram. These are words I'm just learning. And wow, it was. It was like, this is the best bird feeder ever. So somebody clearly put, or or a squirrel feeder. So somebody put nuts or whatever squirrels eat into a thing and then draped ghost face over it. So when the squirrel <laughs> shimmies up and moves around, ghost faces in the window, move, you know, it's like ghost face in your kitchen window. It was really funny. People are so clever. That, I do love Instagram for that reason. Yeah. Just, I'm I'm starting to rethink our whole you know, being pro writers and actors when just Instagram and TikTok are so wonderful. Like yeah, maybe we, we should just TV let's and call it. movies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> let's just surrender. It's great. Uh, um, I, uh, I also saw something that made me laugh so hard and I don't, I hardly ever, you know, I'm hardly ever on the social media. So mm-hmm. somehow I ran and I ran across, I guess it's a real, somebody posted a woman who was trying to do the body boarding thing. Like, you know, those amusement parks where they have really fast water going yes. up yes. so you can take a board and just jump and then you sort of, they have it at uh, Great Wolf Lodge, sure right? Do. Yes. Yeah. Really fun. Uh, this woman, it goes, it goes south in a way that is the most, the funniest thing I've ever seen. So I'm going to post two things on Discord. I'm okay. going to post that link, that yes. video, because it's the funniest thing I've Great. ever seen, if I can find it again. And I'm also going to post that picture of what my kids did to me yes. in the booth this morning. Yes. I think people appreciate it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's priceless. I love it. <laughs> I've been reading a new book that I'm very, very excited about. Oh. Mm-hmm. Have you read Lessons in Chemistry? No, but it's the next on my list. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. It's super delightful. I'm enjoying it. I'm like halfway through and that's just one of those books that, you know, you leave and you're like, oh, I got to get back to that. You know? Yeah. No, it's been on my list forever. I, in fact, accidentally double bought it on audio and Kindle. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) once I start, I can uh, really... uh, be surrounded by it. So you don't, uh, 
you don't rent your books from the library. You through through Libby. You no. You don't Kindle your books through Libby. You no. oh, you, is it because you believe in paying the authors and stuff like that? Um, it's more laziness because I got Overdrive when that came out, and it yeah. hassled me every time, and I would lose progress in books, or a book would be you had to wait so long, or it yeah. would be like we don't recognize you, and I'm like, yeah. but I was just reading. Or I was yeah. just listening, and now you don't recognize me. It was so such a pain in the ass that I've been turned off ever since. And Audible yeah. works smoothly. You just yeah, I get it. Go in and you well, get a book. And it's the one area I think we could agree that you're a better person than I am. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, like, I do support people. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's great. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm just saying the library's there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love the library, and I'm a big proponent. But I just, um, especially with a book that you know, you log in and they're like, you're 685th in line. I'm yeah, that's... Wait. No, then I go. Then I go and yeah. I get the book. You know, they've earned it, you yeah. know? Yeah. How about you? Did you do anything fun this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good week. I don't know if it was a, like a cosmic thing, but like people seem to be enjoying themselves. Seems to be all right. Like middle school went without a hitch for Delilah. That was kind of amazing. Great. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, Casey had a good week at school and... But now I have a question for you. Okay. She's got to change in front of other kids mm -hmm. because they have PE together. Mm -hmm. Did Casey have a thing with that? Was he like, uh, I don't want to do this. He's never even mentioned it. So I don't know if he does it. Maybe I know they change for PE, thing. but I don't know if it's public. Maybe it's a girl thing. It's so funny. Of course, you know, Abby, she didn't... She was like marching through the halls to be like, look, I'm getting tits, everybody. Right. But um, I mean, it wasn't that extreme, obviously. It was more about her pubic hair than it was her tits. But <laughs> um, but Delilah's really nervous about it. Oh, yeah. I, at Delilah's age, I mastered like holding a towel over me or I would pretend I had to pee and go change in the stall. I was, I probably am still that way. <laughs> I would say you are. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. you could teach her the towel technique when we get together. Well, but she won't have a towel in PE. That's that's mm. the issue. But she right. can do the old, like, you slip on your PE shirt and you wiggle out of your other shirt. You yeah. Know, and then yes. you pull you the PE shirt down and wiggle out of your pants and pull them up so it's all. Yeah. Yeah. I got, you, you, I got skills. Yeah. You know those techniques? I don't know any of those techniques. I would yeah. just put a, I would just put like a sack over my head so I didn't have to see anyone and then just let it fly. I have considered Mormonism so that I could wear the the Jesus underwear. What do you call it? Like, the, oh yeah, the special, is it special underwear? I forget what Sacred it's called. underwear? But you yeah. can't take off, you it's have holy. to wear your long johns. And I holy. enjoy that idea. Sure, I uh, get so it. I'm going to look into that Mormonism. We have been so into the FLDS thing. How on earth did we forget the name of that underwear? That's I just, don't know. oh my God, Magic? it's happening. Cri <sighs> I'm, go I I'm go Googling Mormon underwear. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> Have our research department. Audrey, is Audrey off work today because of the hurricane? Someone's uh, going to write that movie. You know, someone's already written that movie. Have you? Did you finish the first draft this morning? Wait, hurricane, you mean? Yeah, hurricane. I don't know. This is calling it Temple Garment. That's not right. No, they must have changed it because they got too much shit. All right. Because people were like, it's wacky underwear. <laughs> it's holy underwear. I <laughs> get it. Holy. Yeah. <laughs> Yours is. We know that. 
from oh. episodes past. Yeah. Oh, by the way, one last thing before we jump in. Then you yeah. want to jump into the... Yeah. It went by with nary even uh, an acknowledgement that we had our 100th episode. We did? Yes. Our strike is our 100th episode. How and did you find we, that out? It says right there on the thing. It's like 100 episodes. We had our 100th episode and we wow. didn't even say anything about it. So good for us. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Or How whatever you would is call that? it. Usually yeah. we would have a big cake. Yeah. And the crew would be around and we would, you know, maybe do yeah. a flash mob. We'll work yeah. something out. They had that for all your other podcasts. I don't yeah. know why this one went to, you know. Okay, well, great. I'm, you know what? That's I'm exciting. Gonna a, I'm going to have a coffee truck come to your house. Like, that's what <laughs> fancy people do, right? Yes. When they're on sets, they buy a coffee truck <laughs> right. for everybody. Just for me. Just one yes. nice coffee and then it drives away. I love it. <laughs> yes. I love it. But you're you're worth it. And it's a goddamn hundred episodes. And I'm very proud of us. And it's been a joy. And here's to the next hundred. Well, episode number 57 had some issues. But oh, other than that, we've really... We, we don't talk about 57. How Crushing it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Hey, uh, so speaking of a hundred... Yeah. And, and you're so mad at me, but I... I'm going to tell you right away because I think our listeners will enjoy this. I listened, we listened to Julie Weed Dreyfus' podcast, Wiser Than Me. And I listened to Jane Fonda, Isabella Allende, and Carol Burnett. I don't know which ones you listen to, but I will say I've been listening to it kind of nonstop and telling everybody I know to listen to it because I'm recommending it far and wide because I love it so much because I find it so surprising and interesting. And I love hearing these women talk so frankly about like what's working for them and how like their lives and what they think about, you know, decisions that they've made. And, and they're fucking badass. They're just badasses. And I've, uh, I think because so many people have a like a fear or a uh, a judgment about aging. And these are ladies that are like well into their 80s and 90s and they're full, they're fully uh, owning it. And I, I think that's such a refreshing point of view because it's not a point of view you get a lot. So the whole idea of the podcast, I think, is just really cool. I agree. I, I think it's a phenomenal idea and couldn't be hosted by a more charming, intelligent Oh. worthy person than Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I'm madly in love with her. Always have been since her days on Saturday Night Live. I can still picture her singing Linda Ronstadt with her big doughy eyes. She was, she is one of my favorite, one of my all-time favorite idols. I love her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that the premise of the podcast is beautiful. And I think she's getting really interesting, smart, gifted women. And I never want to listen to another minute of it ever ever again. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. There are two reasons. The first is everybody knows I do have issues with facing end of life and death and dying and aging. Those are topics that give me a lot of anxiety. And I don't yeah. want this to turn into an actual therapy session or I don't want to get too deep about it. Yeah. Um, but I was listening and I was thinking, oh, God, how am I going to talk about these things? And then Mandy's going to say, now, why do you fear that? And I'm going to have to take a Xanax and scream. So no, no, I no, really don't okay. want to delve because I'm just, those yeah. are my issues. Yeah. So 
a lot of phrases like, now you're in the final act of your life. And now that you're doing a life review and those things give me a lot of panic. Right, I don't, right, right, right. I, I, so that, that's the number one reason I don't want to listen to it again. Right. Then when it because gets, there are, yeah. It, well, the first part of it is this really delightful thing. And then those, those, I, I wondered if maybe those questions would, cause they kind of come, they don't, they're not in every single one, mm. but, uh, but they they do they do come up. But that's not the main thing that the podcast is about. It's actually like it's these lovely stories and interesting perspectives and you learn all this stuff and then that stuff happens. So right. if you're yeah, for somebody like you, you'd be like, but I don't know when it's coming. So I don't right. want to listen and, to it. And yeah. it can weave in and out of, uh, you know, so I listened to Jane Fonda and Carol Burnett. Now, I also those are two women I happen to know a ton about. So I did oh. not learn a lot about either one of them. And um, on a lighter note of why I wouldn't listen to it again, I found it to be a bit, um, a bit like eavesdropping on a conversation that I would tiptoe away from and be like, I've heard some of that before. I've heard all this. I don't find it as deep and introspective as a lot of people are finding it. And I only listened to two. Um, and Jane Fonda was very open. Yes. But it was just extremely. a lot about like, just make sure you keep your muscles toned, ladies. It was a lot of stuff like that. It didn't have, it didn't make me go, oh, I've never thought about things that way. It was a mm-hmm. bit surfacey for for what the topics were. What and about th- when she said that she regretted having plastic surgery? I've never heard that before. Yeah. I mean, she said it and then they moved on. Julie Lou Dreyfus was like, really? Oh, and she's like, yeah, I wouldn't, if I could go back, I wouldn't have plastic surgery. Anywho. So that would have been a more interesting, I could do a half hour on that and hear about what made you get it, what surgeries did you have, what was your thinking at the time, and how has that shifted now? I could have gone deeper, but they didn't. It was just, yeah, I wouldn't have had plastic surgery on my face. Yeah. So I wonder, yeah, that interests me more than, you know. And Jane Fonda is has been open about having eating disorders and being extremely unhealthy for so much of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a bit strange to hear her talking about how to take really good care of yourself when she hasn't always done that. So. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know any. I <clears throat> I didn't know any of that stuff. I haven't seen a lot of interviews with her. So, but you know, I don't really seek those out either. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for me, this was like I know her from like on Golden Pond, and then I feel like she's done a couple other things, right? Um, <laughs> Are you being facetious? <laughs> I'm, I am being facetious, okay. but I'm being like halfway facetious. I've obviously seen her in a bunch of stuff, but that was the iconic first time I think I ever recognized her, like noticed her as an actress. Like I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, you know, uh, that was the first time I remember seeing her as an actress. And I think the first time, well, obviously, Carol Burnett was was the Carol Burnett show. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I saw her in The Four Seasons, did you mm-hmm. ever see that movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I, she and Alan Alda were like my dream couple. Like, mm-hmm. it, I, that was my, when I grow up, I want to be like them. They mm-hmm. were funny and they were like the right amount of good looking. And Carol Burnett looks oddly like my mother did but when she, she was in her doesn't. 40s. And that's the what I, I couldn't stop thinking about your mom. 
during the Carol Burnett episode. And they're similar, right? We have talked about this before and perhaps even on the podcast. But yes, your mom had Carol Burnett energy through and through, vocally, physically, everything. But yet, when you picture them side by side, they don't look alike. But there was something about your mom that was very, very Cal Burnett-esque. And I say that with complete admiration and love for both of those ladies. You know, it was... That's interesting. I'm going to have to do a side-by-side photo. And I will actually, the truth is, I don't have the technical skills to do that. If I did, I would do that. And then I would put it up in the Discord to see if people think they look alike. Because when I was a kid... It was like shocking to me. It was like really oh, like, yeah, whoa, well, she looks just like Carol Burnett when she was younger. Yes, I didn't know your mom you know, yeah. in her 40s. Yeah. But so, but I always, from the moment I met her, was like, she reminds me of Carol Burnett. She's so Carol Burnett. Yet <laughs> didn't look like Carol Burnett. So it was it was a hard, I yeah. Know, She's the there. example of the sad, empty life you have when you have Carol Burnett energy, but you don't get to be Carol Burnett. I mean... <laughs> So we can, if you don't want to talk about aging, we can just talk about rejection and not getting to fulfill your life dreams. We can talk about that instead, if you want. (laughs) No, she never wanted to be a comedian. She only ever wanted to be a mom. And she did it. Look at that. And she crushed it. I said only ever. I don't mean that. Like She never (laughs) wanted to do anything cool or interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Joking. I mean, Jane Fonda did say, that she knows she was a terrible mom. Yeah, that was interesting. But they didn't delve. It was, right. you know, I don't know. I, I guess maybe my preference would be I'm going to meet these women and ask them three deep questions. And we're going to delve into each question. Yeah. You know, about regret or whatever it is, rather yeah. than a chit chatty conversation where I hear a lot of stuff I've heard before, particularly right. with Carol Burnett. I mean, I've read Carol Burnett's books. I've, I, I, I know Carol Burnett, so I hear yeah. nothing new. And yeah, um, yeah. And then to throw in at the end, like, so how are you ninety? And you're, oh, you do crosswords. Great. That didn't feel like a, anything, right? More than just a fun frothy interview. Well, that's probably. I think also based on. I don't know if you totally fast forwarded or ever were busy cooking something and had to listen to the commercials. But it it was pretty clear to me that she doesn't do a lot of voiceover. She doesn't, mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't do a lot of, well, she, not a lot of commercials or she's never listened to a lot of podcasts that where you hear the way commercials are done oh. generally. I didn't, they were very like, I am reading and they were very, they sounded to me like a non-actor reading oh, that's commercials. Funny. Well, to me. Julia... Not everybody can do voiceover for a living, like the Mandy's. I mean, we've got talent. I don't want to brag, but no, but I think also she's very, she's obviously um, moves in a circle where she can have a conversation with Jane Fonda or Carol Burnett or any of these amazing women and hold her own because she's Julia Mm Louis-Dreyfus. And I feel like she was being very sort of, um, because she's not a psychiatrist or whatever, Mm -hmm. I feel like there was a certain propriety There was like a, she wouldn't want to put Jane Fonda or Carol Burnett on the spot, but she also didn't push the boundaries of what she could maybe get them to talk about because Mm -hmm. they were being very open, Mm -hmm. but she didn't really push. And I agree with you. Like, you know, I think she was keeping it very light and chatty because that's just, she, there's just kind of two actors and she would sort of throw out questions and go, oh, and then she had a list of other questions. Like there were interesting things like, 
you know, would you go back and tell your 21-year-old self anything? You know, do you have any advice for Mm -hmm. earlier times? I loved Carol Burnett's answer to that. She said no, right? Was that her answer? She said, if I went back and gave my 21-year-old self advice, then I wouldn't be where I am today. And I love where I am today. And I, I wouldn't change a thing. And I thought, oh, my God, what a beautiful perspective. Absolutely. It's just, I don't know that, you know me, it's not, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to think about shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad because the game I have is your five, 10 and 20 year plan. No, we're not oh, going to. Oh, great. <laughs> I want to plan dinner and I want to. You do. Choreograph things. And, you know, I, I really, yeah. I don't, I, we've talked about it before. I am not that deep. and. Yes, you and know. that's okay. That's but all right. What, what was Ila, Isabel Allende's interview like? Was it different uh, or tonally or? So interesting. I know. I mean, I don't know that it was that different because I think Julie Louis-Dreyfus just interviews the way she does. And mm-hmm. I, again, had not, I think it, you know, probably you enjoy this a lot more if you don't know everything about these women. Because mm-hmm. I, and also for me, like the Beatles, right? You, you know, you're like, I get it, the Beatles. But I like to spend time with these people who are icons. And mm-hmm. so to just hear their voice, to hear them in live conversation. Right. I haven't seen a lot of interviews. I, you know, I know of Carol Burnett's personality. I'm very familiar with her work. I've read her books. But to hear her talking and responding and like two of my favorite people chatting was just, you know, mm-hmm. that to me was just like, oh, I love spending time with them. Like, sure. you know, and I was also learning things mm-hmm. like, you know, that I didn't already know. So that would be a bummer if it was all just sort of repeat. I feel that way sometimes. This is going to sound really dumb, but, you know, filmmaking podcasts or writing podcasts or things like that. Like, I I like to listen to them, but some of them are just like, oh, I can't. can't." (laughs) Protagonists, uh, conflict, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? You know, there's only a few that I enjoy because the personalities. Sure. But there is. And I love Carol Burnett's personality, but I had just heard her on Randy Rainbow's podcast a few months ago. Oh, was Very that good? Sim- it's similar. She's wonderful and lovely and full of light and humor and kindness. But yeah, I've, I've heard it. I've heard yeah, it all got, before. So. Yeah, you got, you got shit to do. I get I do. it. <laughs> I get right, it. And I'm gearing up to draft for fantasy football, so I can't be wasting my precious oh. podcast time on these old broads. So you listen to fantasy football? Uh, there's podcasts for that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. A lot. A lot. Okay. Do you make I'm money addicted. doing that? No, because I never win. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if what? you win the season, you get a little prize. You get a couple hundred bucks or something. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah. And I'm doing three leagues instead of two this year. So I'm pretty, pretty excited. Pretty committed. Ooh, stepping it up. That's yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Does that take a lot of your time? Like, is that those you're staring at your phone and you're like, Casey, not now. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you drink beer and scratch your belly when you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. All. I am every stereotype. I'm Ralph Cramden when it's football <laughs> season. Just stay out of <laughs> my way. To the moon, Jeremy. Yep. <laughs> See, I got the reference. That's not bad. You did. That is, I feel like that's rare for us. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. Isabella Allende talked yeah. a lot about, um, you know, she's just, she's she didn't even start writing until she was 40. Okay. 
Um, or maybe it was even 50. No, I think she started writing at 40, but published her first. She became a journalist when she was 40, became a novelist when she was 50, uh, and just wrote about her family. And she's so matter of fact and, and very, but, but like, you know, she talks about her lovers and she takes lovers and she talks about her, I think it's her third husband, her third husband, uh, who she was not going to marry because she has done it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Might've been her second husband. Anyway, not her first. Uh, she talks very plainly about her first husband giving her children and a very nice man, but you know, it just wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And then she talks about, how, you know, t- taking a lover and leaving her children when she was, uh, I forget, her, her husband went somewhere or I don't know, but she she left. She went for a while. She like went and had a full on affair with somebody else. So her kids are still a little mad about that. She does regret yeah. that. That was her one regret. <laughs> yeah. But it was, but I love that she just owned it. And she mm-hmm. was so like wild and passionate. And, you know, she was fighting for everything because she's Cuban and her her culture, like her mother didn't have opportunities. And so she was this extreme feminist. As she talks about like, you know, having to say the word feminist mm-hmm. back then when like, y- you know, to these days, it, you could just be assumed that, you know, if you're a woman, you're probably a feminist, you know? Mm-hmm. But then it was like you had to make a statement. Right. So I'm just basically regaling you with stuff that would have equally bored you on the podcast, but I think it's <laughs> very interesting because I love also hearing older women talk about sex. That's not something you ever hear. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important to hear that your sexual life can be, can continue, like that it that it is a thing. You know, if you I mean, read we, scripts I wrote, then you would hear women in their sixties and seventies talking about sex and just Well, that's the other thing too. Something I I'm thought, passionate about. You're yeah. so passionate about writing older women. I thought mm-hmm. that that was a topic that you would be like, oh fuck yeah, because they're you know, but you you write about them horn dogging and blowing up casinos. So yes. <laughs> yeah. Different. A little different than what these women have actually done. Yes. But maybe um, she'll have a, you know, maybe there's like a Bonnie and Clyde type gal that we don't know that's out there. Maybe she'll interview an older lady from prison. That would be interesting. You listen to be. that one. You know, I think I would. I checked out the list and I was like, oh, Fran Lebowitz and Isabella Allende. These are people I am vaguely familiar with. Don't really know them. Didn't get me excited. So I listened to the two that I thought, oh, I want to hear what they have to say. Yeah. If she does another season. And I saw a name that made me really light up Dolly Parton. I would listen <gasps> to, you know, oh, there yeah. are names that I would say, oh, no, wait, I do want to hear that. I want to hear anything they have to say. But, uh, you know, I guess that's how I would sum it up. Yeah. But one of the things my big, and if I my, didn't have my anxiety issues, I think it would be more enjoyable for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I one of the things I enjoyed that Jane Fonda said, we can, we can end with this. Cause I, this was my favorite thing was, you know, she was like, how is it being 80? And she was like, it's nothing like I feared when I was in my forties. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not a thing. It's doesn't, it's nothing. None of the fears you have, like you just slip in and then you just are, and you don't even think about it. It's not a, you're not like, Oh my God, I'm 80. You're like, Oh, this mm-hmm. is my age and and it feels perfectly normal like slipping into a warm bath and she's like it's pretty great. And I thought that's that was a very cool perspective. Good. You want we'll give it man jobs. I mean you're going to give it a tight bald fist of not not a probably. No, I'm kidding. For what it no. is, you'll give it some man jobs. Absolutely. And I, and I think 
Like you said, if you're a person who's like, I've never heard an interview with Jane Fonda, I think you would love it, mm-hmm. you know, but I, but I'm oversaturated with Jane Fonda and Carol Burnett in particular. Um, so I, but I would say three and, but with the caveat that if you don't have these bizarre issues where you can't think about the end of your life, go for it. Learn from these women and learn about the end of their lives as they're looking back. But for me, it was just too triggering. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it does. It does. Um, I would give it like four and a half. I'm happy that I'm always happy when older ladies have a stage and they get yes. to talk about it all without that kind of like, they don't have to pretend that they're younger and they don't have to pretend, that, you know, they don't have to. It was like such a safe space for them to just be authentic and say right. their age and talk about their lives. <clears throat> and I think that's pretty unusual, you know? Absolutely. So I'm I'm excited for more platforms like that. I think that's really cool. Well, this actually transitions into something I am very, very excited about and will be required viewing for the podcast when it airs oh. at some point. But do you know that the next season of The Bachelor is called The Golden Bachelor and it's a 71-year-old widower? Oh, that's going to be a watch blast. With me, and I'm really excited. They showed his package. Oh, I shouldn't say they showed his package, but they did when they filmed <laughs> his package. That's the that's the industry term for when they're like, here's the history of, of this guy. And, and they show him in his hometown and with his family. Right. Mm-hmm. They do it in sports. They show the package of how Simone Biles got to where she is. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So the package, I was sobbing. He's the most charming, kind <laughs> goofy guy and the house will be filled with women who are age appropriate for him and i think it looks so i'm very 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 excited and i hope it just smashes every television record to prove to the world that we all do want to see older people living their lives and having drama and having humor and heart and i can't wait okay sorry it's golden bachelor i can't wait i don't know when it's going to start to air but i'll be all over it oh i love that yeah I love it. Yes, that yes. sounds fun. But we're supposed to do the business, and I jumped right in with the golden. Oh bachelor. no, that's okay. All right, well, we'll get that out of the way because I have an amazing aim for you. Okay, yeah. I mean, not out of the way because we want to give no. these guys their due. So for all one hundred of our episodes, actually now one hundred and one, uh, we the Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, music by Ian Post, and engineered by Pete Wright. And uh, if you guys want to uh, spread the word and give us a review. You can go check us out anywhere you get your podcasts and go to I, the uh, iTunes, the podcast app, the Apple, Apple podcast. podcast, Apple podcast. That's, That's the right. only place you can physically write a review. And yeah. we need those. Yeah. So And give us five stars. We love those. Please, please. It helps us <clears throat> grow. Yeah. And uh, other ways to support us are to become a Fandy. $5 a month at mancave.com slash Fandy gets you a little more access to us and a pre-show that we record for Fandies only. Only Fandies. Oh, yeah. It's a private uh, showing, you guys. Yep, every week. So mm-hmm. if you're missing out on that bonus content, please join us by joining uh, the Fandies, mancave.com slash Fandy, and, and then mm-hmm. get your merch. Oh, yeah. And we have new merch coming. We were just informed that oh. last week's uh, Make Jail Great Again is going to be a thing, and I'm very, very excited. And, very excited. Uh so mancave.com slash merch. I'm wearing one of my t-shirts, one of our t-shirts where these such 
point of pride to have mm-hmm. a mug or a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or a tote bag, whatever it is, that all helps support the man cave and helps us keep doing what we love. Yes. And, and we come visit with us uh, in, in Discord also, oh. the Discord app, mancave.com slash Discord. It's a chat room where uh, I'm going to post a couple pictures, uh, stuff today, make you laugh, enjoy your day, and uh, chat with us. And we'd love to hear recommendations for things you would like us to listen to or talk about. That's not struck work. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So... I have a game, <clears throat> and uh, we I think we've done a few of these, but I don't care because this one made me so happy. We're going to do a old-fashioned, old-timey Mad Lib. Are you ready? I'm born ready. This, oh, wait, I can't set it up there like that. I got to write it down. Okay, got to write down your spe- spectacular answers. Ready? Here we go. <clears throat> Welcome to the Mandy's Retirement Village. Oh, I'm not supposed to read this to you yet, am I? Whoops. No. I just no. blew that. Let's go back and edit that out so you didn't hear that. Okay. <laughs> you know what? It's all right. This is how it's going to be. Eternal Wait. sunshine. Done. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be like when we're playing Clue mm-hmm. in our old age, and I'll be like, I put Mrs. Green in there with right. the knife. <laughs> so, so. just don't guess those right away or the game won't last long. Apparently, my old age, I'm from... New Jersey? I don't know. Sure. All right. Here we go. Um, forget what I said. Activity. An activity. Yes. Um, <laughs> masturbating. Great. Okay. Then give me a group activity. <laughs> um, <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> you could say it. Um, no, choral singing. Okay. Great. Um, a holiday. Holiday. Easter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, An adjective? Gangly. Nice. Food items? Uh, Cashews. Okay. In honor of their mention on last week's episode. (laughs) I don't remember us promoting cashews. Did we get a cut, like a 5% kickback from that, from promoting cashews? we're, We're in bed with planters now. I'll explain. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Um, a meal? Oh, uh, sushi. Great. Uh, and then a plural noun? Mm, monsters. Great. And adjective? Peaceful. Oh, yeah, that's really good. Okay. <laughs> um, a famous older woman. Uh, I don't know why she's my go-to. Della Reese. Okay. Della Reese. Uh, activity? Or Pick- hobby? Pickleball. Okay. Pickleball. Uh, group activity? Um. Or hobby? Protesting. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Not what I was expecting. Another famous older woman? Uh, Cheetah Rivera. Sure. Cheetah Rivera. Um, another hobby? Um, sticker collecting. Yeah. You're getting all my sweet spots. Yeah. And a self-help topic. 
<laughs> the secret. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Then uh, a verb, please. Uh, twist. Okay. Another verb? Mm. <laughs> Shout. <laughs> <laughs> B- bake. Okay, great. And then uh, an aspirational verb. Uh, <laughs> floating. Big, big sourdough. Big sourdough. Uh-huh. And float. I love it. Okay. Uh, life mantra. Your life mantra. Your motto. What uh, you- fuck them if they can't take a joke. Great. Uh, number? 833.4. Okay. Four. Point four, great verb and uh, verb uh, slither. <laughs> uh, and another food, more food. I know you love oh, the food. God love you, gorgonzola. Yeah. Great gorgonzola. Um, adjective peachy, peachy, and another adjective sweltering. <laughs> It's actually probably true. Okay. Do you know that pen or pencil writing on paper is an ASMR trigger? So as you're doing it, I'm like, yeah, keep writing. Really? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, it's it's good. Is me clearing my throat? Does that do it too? No. <laughs> no? No. Oh, no. Right. You could have had it all. You could have <laughs> had it all. All right. Ready? Just like bogey and Bacall. This is my dream come true, and I think it will be yours too. Okay. the Mandy's Retirement Village. We are pleased to offer masturbating and choral singing to our residents on Mondays and Easter. Our meal plan is gangly and filled with healthy things like cashews and sushi. And our chef is dedicated to making monsters feel peaceful. We've recently welcomed Della Reese and you can see her pickleballing during protesting. Cheetah Rivera is a regular visitor, offering classes on sticker collecting and doing the secrets. At Mandyland, no one is alone. Our new dating app offers seniors the chance to twist and bake with their special someone at all hours of the night. Mandy Kaplan, a founding member, started this village as a realization of a lifelong dream to hang out with old people and float. Her life mantra... (laughs) is featured on a plaque in our entryway. Fuck them if they can't take a joke. Her podcast partner of 833.4 years is also commonly seen helping residents slither and in the kitchen making her famous gorgonzola. (laughs) At Man Cave, we believe aging can be more than a way of life. It can be peachy. So join us. We'll be sweltering to see you. Love it. It sounds like a place I can't wait to be. And there's no one I'd rather be there with. Uh, Well, maybe Zac Efron, but we'll work that out. And then um, how have we not called this podcast Mandy Land? Like, how do I know that? I know. What? Let's let's rebrand. I probably brought it up at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Uh, Yeah. If I I could give myself advice from three years ago, I would have said name the podcast Mandy Land. Right, right. It does um, sound fun. Oh, thank you. I love Mad Libs. I love games. And I love yes. you. And I and love you. 
I and- love choosing the next thing we're going to listen to. Oh, yeah. What's that? I'm sweltering okay. right now. Yeah. I got to give a shout out to Tara Sands, who suggested this. Oh, Tara. Hi, Tara. Um, and it is a podcast with one, I think the best title ever, aside from The Man Cave, Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding. <laughs> have you heard of it? <laughs> nope, I have I'm not. sending you the, the link. Okay. And, uh, it's, it sounds very funny and light and interesting. Great. So, yeah. So that's I love, I love what we're going to listen to. Yeah, story. let's listen to as many as we can. I think it's done. I think it's already aired everything. So as many as you can get through so we can find out who shat on the floor at these lovely ladies' wedding. I'm clearly going to have to skip to the end. <laughs> but start at the bottom. I don't <laughs> eh, I, I'll keep them coming next week. Um, yeah, so I thought that would be fun. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. All right. We're on the case. Man cave on the case. I love you. I love you. See you next week. 